Welcome back to a speck in space, y'all. Hey. All right, we're not even gonna like fuck around this week. A lot of stuff happened, and we just gonna dive right on into it. Um, first of all, though, how are you, Tevin? Pretty good. How are you? I'm good. I feel mentally exhausted after this week. Twitter really fucked me up this week, but you know what's new. Uh. Of course, you know, Kanye melted Twitter with his tweets that just never end. And, yeah, that so that happened. And that's actually kind of, I didn't really want to talk about that, but we're going to talk about it. Because it just, ugh, it grew into something that, I felt like needed to be addressed. You know, as long as it's Kanye being stupid Kanye, who cares? But it's already turned into more than that. So, yeah. (laughs) So, anyway, let's get right on into it. So, if you're not on Twitter or if you live under a rock and you missed it, I guess, when was it? Like last week now at this point. Um, Kanye West... Uh, came out as a Trump supporter, I guess. Which, it's whatever, right? He is an attention whore and will do anything for it. Um, So it's not that surprising. Um, But the thing that made it interesting was that he did it all through Twitter. And all his tweets basically... It wasn't just like, hey, I'm Kanye and I support Donald Trump. It was like... Hey, I'm Kanye West, and I support Donald Trump, and you're an idiot if you're black and you're still a Democrat. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a free thinker. Y'all are sheep, basically, who are being fooled. Obama didn't do nothing in eight years, and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Because apparently all black people live in Chicago, you know, so that's the only metric for how well black people in America are doing is, you know, the people in Chicago, I guess, just represent all of us, according to Kanye and all the white folk that love to bring up fucking Chicago. Like, that's where everybody lives. I've been to Chicago. I've been to the good part. I've been to the bad part. You know what I'm saying? And I managed to come out without being shot. So I feel like, not saying it's not bad, but it's like, it wasn't a fucking war zone. Like, I wasn't, you know worried about being blown up or something with like landmines or something like it's still just a city like it's just people and if you ain't beefing with nobody what reason they have to just like shoot you for no reason you know um and i was out in the bad part at like in the middle of the night so i mean i don't know maybe i got lucky not saying that Freak accidents and stuff don't happen in Chicago, but I don't know. I just hate the whole narrative that it's just like this wasteland and just like this crazy, like, I don't know what people think Chicago is, but as far as Kanye is concerned, since that's where he's from and, you know, that was where Obama lived or whatever, it's just annoying for him to use that to say that that's why Obama's not a good president or Trump somehow better um, I don't think Obama lives in Chicago. I think it's just because he's from the state. Um, hold on. I don't think that's where Obama lived. I think that's just because he's from that state. Well, either way, it's just annoying that people are like, you know, Obama couldn't even fix Chicago, so... What makes you think he can do anything for black people? And it's just like, if he would have spent all eight years only focusing on Chicago, then y'all would have been giving him shit because he didn't bring back your fucking coal mining job in Virginia or some shit. So, whatever. You wasn't going to be happy either way. And so, Kanye also took the opportunity to endorse this girl, Candace Owens, I think her name is. And I've watched some of her videos and read some of her tweets, and she is just a pain in my ass. She's just the worst because she's just like, you know, black people like to play the victim and, you know, you need to have a victor mentality instead of a victim mentality. And, 
none of you went through anything. You're just taking advantage of what your grandparents went through and they're paying us stuff and trying to claim it as your own and, you know, I don't know, all this other shit. And she keeps saying, you know, black people need to get off the democratic plantations. And what she's saying about that is, like, Democrats have not done anything for the black community and black people are dumb for voting Democrat because a lot of the... uh Places like Chicago and other major cities where it's mostly Democratic, you know, the black population isn't doing well. Therefore, the Democrats don't care about black people. And to that point, I'm just kind of like, well, bitch, where are black people doing well in America? Not in fucking Alabama. You know what I'm saying? So if you talk about, like, I don't know. I just hate the fact that they're phrasing it as if Republicans are helping black people, too. You know, I can see it if it was like... You go down to backwoods fucking Mississippi and black people are thriving. And then you go to like Baltimore and black people are not. Then I'm like, okay, you might be on to something. But that's not the case. You know, so what are you talking about? It's like black people all over the country are kind of disenfranchised and disadvantaged. Yet people want to pick out Chicago just because of this specific instance. It's kind of dumb, but... It is what it is, I suppose. It's just such a weird argument to me because it's like the Democrats are fucking you up. But it's like, okay, so what are the Republicans doing for me? Mm. You know, because I'm the type of person, I don't really care what part. I don't care about either one of the parties because I see it, neither party give a fuck about black people. Mm. And that's why you cannot show me a place where black people are thriving. You know what I'm saying? As a whole. You can point out Chicago where black people are doing bad or Detroit where black people are doing bad. But show me where black people are doing just well. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. then I'm going to move there. Hell. <laughs> you know? And, you you know, it's not, like I said, it's not in none of the red-ass southern states. It ain't Oklahoma where we fucking live. Black people ain't popping here. And this is a Republican-ass state. I lived in I Texas. Think, black people are not, you know. I think the close, <laughs> the closest thing you could get to. Black success is probably Atlanta, but even then, that's pushing it, but I mean, I guess that would be one of the closest things I could think of. Now, I will say this about Texas. I think black people in Texas are doing better than black people in Oklahoma, but I think that's just because Texas is doing better than Oklahoma. Yeah. I don't think the Republicans in Texas are like, you know what, we really need to help out our blacks or whatever and just you know, give them opportunities and do all this. It's just Texas is better financially than Oklahoma is. As a whole. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and so everybody's thriving, <laughs> you know, for the most part, or at least doing better than what you would be doing in a place like Oklahoma. Right. You know? Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I just thought, I just think that's a super weird argument to make, the whole get off the Democratic plantation. And also it's like, okay, saying that is like, Going back to that whole argument, like, oh, you know, the Republicans are the ones who freed the slaves, you know. And mm. it's just like, well, first of all, bitch, slavery was established in this country before this country became a country. Well before we had political parties, we had slavery. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's not like somebody was like, okay, the Democrats are getting on this boat and about to go to Africa and snatch up. It was just white folks mm. snatching up Africans. You know what I'm saying? So that don't even make no fucking sense to me, what you're talking about. And then uh, you forget that there was a whole other party back then, like the Whigs and stuff. Do you remember learning about the Whigs in school? Yeah. And, the Quakers yeah. and all that. Well, yeah, it was. Um, the Qua- yeah. yeah, yeah. But so it was like the Democratic Republic was a party. And then it split into the Democrats and the wigs or and then the then it split again and that's when you ended up getting the democrats and the republicans but basically it hasn't always been democrats versus republicans and so to sit here and act like you know the democrats just pulled slavery out of their ass and made that a thing is stupid you know and i hate that because like people nowadays are just talking like these two parties have just always been here and been exactly the way they are. You know, I don't know. It's just super weird to me for them to be saying that. And it's not like, um, you know, Republicans didn't just want to free slaves. They had other agendas, too. It's not like freeing the slaves was just the only thing they had to gain from the Civil War. Yeah, and I mean, even if the Democrats say, 
the Democrats were the only people that have slaves back then or whatever. Slavery lasted for hundreds of fucking years. Why, where the fuck were the Republicans then? Why weren't y'all helping the slaves playing revolts and shit? If you were that against it, if you care about black people that much, I didn't see you busting down the doors of the big house on the plantation to free the slaves and shit. You know what I'm saying? So what the fuck are you talking about, Candace? <laughs> what are you talking about, Kanye? You know what I'm saying? So that don't make no sense. Like, what good were you to me if you're just saying, well, I'm part of the party that just sat back and watched y'all be slaves for hundreds of years mm. and then eventually helped free y'all just so we could win a war? Okay, you want a fucking cookie, bitch? We shouldn't have been slaves to begin with. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You ever yeah. think about that? Dumbass. So anyway, uh, and, and that's the whole thing. Like, even going to Abe Lincoln, when people are like, oh, you know, Abe Lincoln was such a great president because he freed the slaves. And it's like, he did that because he didn't want to be the president that, you know, had the brand new country fail, you know, because we split. We we're in the middle of a civil war and he needed to win the war and save the union. And so he had to take the main money source from the South, which was their slaves, so that the union could win. He don't care about black people, you know. And it just was, ugh, I don't know, it was a mess. And I just really, I really wish that, like, America was better at teaching our history and shit and stop trying to sugarcoat every fucking thing because this is, you know, people talk about, oh, we're so divided and stuff. And it's like, because we can't even agree on why the Civil War was fought. You know what I'm saying? There's people out here saying it wasn't over slavery. You know, like, if you weren't trying to, like, make it sound cute and sweet, people would know, like, this is the history, this is what happened. But you're so busy trying to, like, make black people feel like we just made shit up you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, it wasn't that bad. You know, blah, 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 blah. Like, just be for real. Like, just say, yeah, it was fucked up. We're moving on as a country. You know, this is what happened. But as long as y'all are like, well, it wasn't really about slavery. It was about states' rights and, you know, the South. And those weren't, they weren't racist. They were just doing what they had to do because, you know, they had to feed their family. Shut the fuck up. You didn't want black people to have the same rights as you. Just be real about it, you know? Kind of goes hand in hand with that whole, I know this is played out at this point but it's kind of goes hand in hand with the Christopher Columbus discovering America it's like how do you discover something that already existed and people already lived on I mean maybe you charted it for your country but that doesn't mean you discovered the shit you know and it's just like history history I guess goes to the victor and it's like that shouldn't be how it is it should History should be recorded exactly the way it happened, you know, and people love to sit here and celebrate Columbus Day like this fool really did something and he didn't do shit. All he did was come here and lay claim to something that was already somebody else's, you know, and let the people, the Native Americans tell it, the people that was already here, you know, the land is just the land. It's not anybody's to have. It's just it's just here, and you just benefit from it, you know, and Europeans couldn't wait to stake their claim and call it their own. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, going back to even, like, the slavery and stuff, it just, it's just so frustrating because, or going back to the whole Kanye and Candace thing, because it's like Kanye was got on white people's bad side, what, like 10, 12 years ago, something like that, when he interrupted Taylor Swift at mm. that award show. These right. people ain't been fucking with him since then. He puts on this red, crusty-ass hat, and all of a sudden, y'all his biggest fans. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And that's that shit, because it's like, you ain't never gave a fuck about anything Kanye West has had to say. All you do is slut-shame his wife and talk shit about him because he's a rapper, and you talk shit about all rappers. You know what I'm saying? And now, all of a sudden, he puts on this MAGA hat, and he's the smartest black man you've ever encountered, you know, and the rest of us are dumbasses for not kissing his ass and following him. But that don't make no fucking sense. Mm. And it's like, like I said, they just, him and this Candace chick are doing so much fucking damage, which is why I even wanted to talk about it. Cause like I said, I don't really care what Kanye is doing, you know, cause he ain't paying my fucking bills. But then you have him saying this shit. You got this Candace chick saying her shit and then you got chance the fucking rapper coming out to my black people don't have to be democrats yes bitch we know we don't have to be democrats we also ain't gotta be no fucking trump supporters the fuck you know what i'm saying and then he gonna try to backpedal and say like 
oh, you know, the timing of that tweet was off. You timed that on purpose. Like, you could have said, you could have tweeted, black people don't have to be Democrats at any fucking point in time. But you chose in the middle of Kanye's fucking Twitter wave to say that shit. You know what I'm saying? So don't try to apologize now because of uh, backlash. Because now you got white folks all up in my face telling me, oh, y'all just like a herd mentality and y'all don't like free thinkers and chance people like Chance and Kanye are just leading the way and, you know, there's a cultural shift happening and Donald fucking Trump Jr. is thanking Kanye. Like, are, what kind of shit? Like, think, look at what's happening here. You know what I'm saying? Nobody cares if you want to be a fucking Republican, Chance. Nobody cares if you want to be a Republican in Kanye do you boo I got black I got Republicans in my fucking family I don't know why but I do and I don't care you know what I'm saying but don't sit here and try to tell me that everything that I've personally experienced in my life everything that I've been taught through black history a part of something a part of American history that if you're white you get to opt out of because it don't affect you is a lie you know what I'm saying? That don't make no fuck. Our grandparents did not make up segregation. And our great-grandparents didn't make up, you know, being sharecroppers. And their parents didn't fucking make up being goddamn slaves, bitch. You know what I'm saying? That didn't, nobody just pulled that shit out of their ass because they want to play the victim. It actually fucking happened. I mean, I we just talked to my grandparents literally... Yesterday. Yesterday about not even having really any interaction with white people. And that's ridiculously crazy like, yeah didn't they the say only that, one grocery store in town didn't have segregated bathrooms or yeah, something yeah you know what I'm saying? and it's like think about how fucking petty that is you don't want white people going to the bathroom with you or drinking out of the water fountain with you or whatever but i'm playing the victim you know if the if i gotta ride the bus to work and the seats at the back are full I can't sit there or I just can't ride. You know what I'm saying? Or if the front is full, I got to give up my fucking seat at the back for these white people. But, oh, I'm playing the victim. Bitch, I'm trying to get to fucking work. Something that you say that black people are too lazy to do. You and, know what I'm saying? And for those people that that say that was a long time ago, you are a complete and utter idiot if you think that that stuff doesn't affect us today. Like... If, if schools are segregated and you get all the most best educated people in the world to go teach at this white school and we can't really get anybody that has a very uh, a well-rounded education to teach at these, you know, some of these black schools or, no, you know, it just doesn't matter to white people who teaches at these black schools and it doesn't matter to white people that black people don't get to go to college or go to the good colleges, you know, that shit affects us today. Like, my grandparents, they didn't go to college. They didn't even think about going to college. You know what I'm saying? And, and you have other wealthy white people that went to, you know, they went to Harvard and Yale and, you know, they're, you know, all these big wigs and they're running the Fortune 500 companies because they was able to go to school back in the, you know, 30s and 40s when, you know, things were segregated. If you think that doesn't affect us today, you are out of your mind because, the fact is that my grand my grandfather couldn't have went to any of those those schools. He could not have gone to an Ivy League school except for what? Nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And so I mean, it's like that. That's a that's such a disadvantage, you know. And, and like I, I've said this before, but my mom, you know, she was alive during the time of of uh, when blacks and whites couldn't get married. That my mother. That's, that's stupid. That's crazy. So, I mean, if you think that if we don't still see the effects of 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 people putting blacks down, you, you're crazy. You're crazy. Yeah. And also, like, I was talking to somebody about, like, you know, the 13th Amendment being the one to free the slaves or whatever, right? And then it's like, it's fucked up because there's a loophole in it where it's like you, it's illegal to have slaves unless they break the law. Then you can have them. You can make them a slave. And it's like, it's mighty funny how mass incarceration is putting all these black people in jail. And it's like, so the same people you freed, you're going to turn around and re-enslave them with this loophole. But it's like, oh, because they're a criminal. But who's making the fucking laws? Y'all are. Mm-hmm. You know, so just like this whole conversation about uh, the legalization of marijuana. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, why would a country that was able to literally make its fortune off of slavery, you know, legalize the only way to continue slavery 
You know, because that's really the main way to do it. Like, oh, if I catch you with any amount of weed on you, I could put, you're a criminal now, so I can put you right back into slavery according to the Constitution. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And nobody's going to question me on that shit. You know, because it's the Constitution, right? A bunch of all white dudes wrote it. It can't be wrong, right? It can't be fucked up in any kind of way, can it? A couple of things. It's crazy because one of my history teachers asked me, or asked our class when I was in high school, you know, like, you know, he's like, who doesn't love the, you know, founding fathers? And I just remember thinking, why would I love the founding fathers? They did nothing for black people except enslave them and put them down. Like, and I wish I could go back and talk to him and mention that to him to this day. Cause it's like, well, yeah, we don't, why would we trust the words of these old white people that didn't have us in mind? In any capacity. So, I mean, it's just crazy to think, like, no, of course, of course we're not going to listen to them. And kind of uh, tagging back to the weed thing, like, yeah, weed is, is, you know, weed is starting to become a little less bad, you know, in society today. But, you know, it hasn't always been this way. But yet, opioids, you know, oh, it's just such a tragedy, you know. Oh, people are just overdosing on opioids oh my gosh it's so sad and and it's not it's not being looked at the same it's being looked at as like a uh feeling sorry for people that have opioid addictions but when it was weed something crack or when it was crack in the back black community you know it was it was just seen as oh these these niggas is you know they they ain't no good you know we need to lock they black asses up but you know, opioids, you know, you just need to get help. Just mm. seek help. Get so and so help and oh you know, that's that's some bullshit to me, man. It's I'm sorry if I sound serious today, but it, it really is just bullshit. Cause opioids is it's 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 so much worse and you should have such a much harder crackdown on opioids yet it's just being seen as a as something that people need to get treatment for instead of throwing their ass in jail like you would black people for cracking weed. Uh, I don't know if you said cracking weed. I'm like, what the hell is that? We just said cracking weed. So like, how do you crack weed? Okay. Um, no, it's, it's that's why, I like, sometimes I say I think that all drugs should be illegalized because, like, I'm not doing... I'm not doing meth right now. I'm never going to do meth. I'm not just going to start because it's legalized. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really get... I don't know the difference between pharmaceutical drugs and street drugs. You know, besides maybe dosage and stuff like that. I don't know. But you can abuse any of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, so why can't I smoke a plant if you can turn around and sell me... If a doctor can give me something way worse and for my body and stronger and you know what I'm saying whatever like I don't know anyway systemic yeah but yeah basically I like I said I wasn't gonna get into the whole Kanye thing but I got annoyed once it got to the point where I had people trying to tell me that I'm somehow a sheep and I need to get off the democratic. My voice cracked. Get off the Democratic plantation and think for myself. And it's like, first of all, bitch, you ain't walked a day in my fucking shoes. So you don't know what it's like to be black in America. Like, I'll be the first to say, I haven't had personally, personally, me, Tevin, I have not had a bunch of racist experiences. I mean, I've had a few. I've mentioned that before uh, on a previous episode, but I haven't had nearly the experiences as the older members of my family or just the members of my family, you know? And so that is why I'm just, I I can't, I can't get with it. Like I'm always going to be a big believer in, you know, pushing, I don't want to say the black agenda, but you know, I'm going to be rooting for black people. Cause I mean, we've always been put down. We've always been oppressed and that's, that's just how I'm going to believe because I I have all four of my grandparents still alive. I'm blessed to have all four of them still in my life. And they have told me crazy stories that have just convinced me that, you know, people are out to get you. People are out to get us. And and that's just what I'm going to, that's what I'm going to hold true to. And I just think that Kanye came into some money. You know, he ain't been living in the hood for what? 
since I don't know early two thousand, mid two thousand. So he he out of touch, and I just feel like that's his whole thing is you know, uh, you know I I got money now. You know these Democrats trying to touch my money, or I ain't getting the the attention I think I deserve, and that's all this is. Not yeah. saying he can't have his own belief, but. I mean, kind of just be saying some crazy like, shit anyway. Yeah, like he was trying to push this whole thing about Chicago because that's all he fucking cares about. And it's just like Obama didn't do nothing for Chicago in eight years. And now you got all these Trump supporters on Twitter having a field day talking about, yeah, what about Chicago? Democrats haven't fixed Chicago. And I'm like, so where are y'all at with y'all's grassroots campaigns? And, you know, what are, what programs are y'all setting up in Chicago? You know what I'm saying? You out in fucking Montana, bitch. You're not helping nobody in Chicago. You know what I'm saying? Tommy Lahren is not out there in Chicago on on the ground trying to help them kids. She's just talking shit on TV. So if you want to talk about who helping Chicago, why does it have to be the black president trying to fix Chicago? Why does it have to be only the Democrats and the black people fixing it? If you care about Chicago as much as y'all like to fucking bring it up, get out there and fix it then, bitch, since you know better. Fix it. If you really care about uh, people getting shot and killed every day in Chicago, but y'all don't care about that. What about the black on black? Then fucking fix it. Fix it, Karen. Get out there, Todd. F- fucking fix Chicago then, bitch. This is that easy. Let like, me see you do it. Like, you don't want to do it because you don't care. Like, it's funny because as soon as Obama got elected, you know, he was, he, and Shane, I don't know if you were going to mention this, but he, uh, he didn't have the party he didn't have majority uh on his side were you gonna talk about that at all no i forgot about that oh well, yeah he didn't have you know congress congress wasn't on his side senate wasn't on his side and so i mean you know he they are they already said you know anything he puts forward they're gonna put, push it right back you know mm-hmm. not maybe not in those exact words but basically they said that you know, and so it's like, what what the hell is he supposed to do? Like, you, you're telling me that all the 43 previous white male presidents that didn't give a shit about... I mean, I know Chicago ain't been a thing the whole time, but the presidents that were in power while Chicago was bad didn't have to do anything for him, but the, as soon as a nigga get in power, he gotta be the great black hope for Chicago. And it's crazy because now that Donnie's in power, he's been in power. He's been president for a year and a half now. He ain't got to do nothing about Has Chicago. it been a year and a half? Yeah. Damn. I mean, I don't... Well, yeah, a year and a half Damn. almost. I mean, it's May tomorrow. And he is, got elected in November. Ugh. Uh, so, I mean, he ain't got to do nothing about Chicago. I mean, why? why is it that the president... The first black president that did not have the Congress or Senate, the Senate behind him, he was supposed to do something about Chicago. He doesn't have, you know, absolute power. You know, that's why there are three branches of government to govern the country, because you don't want some one person to have absolute power. But it's all Obama's fault. Somehow, magically, all his fault. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And I mean, I will be the first one to tell people. I'm not going to just blindly cape for Obama because I have to admit, I don't really, I didn't really know a whole lot about his presidency. Number one, because during his, when he first got elected, I was a ninth grader. I wasn't even old enough to vote and I didn't care. The only thing I cared about when I was in ninth grade was getting my first kiss and who I was going to the homecoming dance with. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't know nothing about primaries and, you know, who was running against. I didn't know until we did a mock election and it was like, are you voting for Obama or John McCain? And I was like, well, of course I'm gonna vote for the black guy. And then I had a bunch of, and I went to a very predominantly white school. And I remember, uh, so Obama won our mock election. And so it was a week before the actual election results came out. And I remember this like it was yesterday because we got into a big discussion in class um, and about the results. And like all these white kids were like, the only reason why y'all voted for him is cause he's black. And I was like, okay, bitch, the only reason you didn't vote for him is because he's black. It goes both ways, the fuck, you know? And so then that following week when he won, uh, I remember my teacher, she came to school the next day with her hair because she had this long, pretty, curly, blonde hair. And she always looked good. She was one of those, like, younger teachers that um, 
well, you know, I always just looked really nice and put together. I remember she came in, her hair looked like she just ripped it out of her head. It was just a mess. And she had like mascara running down her face and she was all red in the eyes and just looked a fucking mess. And you could tell she was just devastated that Barack Obama won the presidency. And of course, remember back then when that song like Obama, Obama, but like all them songs came out and my president is black, my Lambo's blue, all that shit. So kids were excited and we're singing it and, you know, obviously, like I said, none of us really cared about the presidency. It was just cool to say there's a black president. And she said the next person to say his name is good and kicked out and going to detention. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can't even say the president's name now. Like, that's how serious it was. But now y'all want to tell us, now that people are upset. Um, oh, no, and I also remember that day being afraid to go home um, and watch, like, him give his speeches and stuff or whatever because I was like, all day I've been listening to people talk about how they hope he gets assassinated. You know what I'm saying? And if I can find my middle school uh, diary, I, I wrote that day and, and I wrote in my diary that day like how sad I was and heartbroken I was because I'm just hearing all these fucking white kids talking about how they hope he get assassinated for what at that point you can't say he was the worst president because he hadn't even been president for a fucking whole day yet he hadn't even been like sworn in that was just that was what like November 4th or something like that so that was just him winning the election he hadn't been sworn in yet and you're already hoping for him to be assassinated mm-hmm. you can't tell me that's nothing but racism like that that is racism you know what I'm saying? Or how about the fact that he's only half black and because of white supremacy and the one drop rule, we have to call him black even though he's just as much white as he is black. Why can't we call why is he not white? Because y'all don't want anything but pure white to be called white. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's the first biracial president. He is not even the first black president. You know what I'm saying? But we have to call him black because y'all damn sure ain't gonna claim him claim him on that side. He slid out of a white fucking vagina, and y'all talking about he created the biggest divide this country has ever seen, and he started racism. Fuck you. He did not start fucking racism. You started that bullshit. You and your ancestors before you started that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Free thinkers, my ass. Y'all don't know how to think, because that don't even make no fucking sense. How's a mixed person who you literally hate for being brown the person that started the racial divide in this country? Fuck you. <laughs> it just makes me so mad. Because it's like, they love to forget that shit. They love to act like, you know, oh, they forgot that they were saying they were going to move to Australia if that black man won. You know what I'm saying? But then as soon as Donald won and people were saying they wanted to move to Canada, pack your bags and get out if you don't like it. Oh, none of y'all want to hold y'all, keep to y'all's promises. I thought you were going to move. Bitch, you were supposed to be gone eight fucking years ago. Why are you still here? You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody bringing back your crusty ass coal mining job, bitch. Mm. Go read a fucking book. Like I hate y'all. <laughs> you know, and we've never been this divided. We literally had a fucking civil war. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> you know I, what I'm saying? I, I, How are we more divided now than a civil fucking war? I hate when people say that, dude. It like, makes no sense. That was like that wasn't even 200 <laughs> years ago. Like, how, like <laughs> I just don't understand where that can be coming from you saying that. Like, we're more divided now than we've ever been. How are we more divided than when we were literally fighting each other? Like, that makes no fucking sense. And I mean, it's like, and, and you can also make the statement. I mean, this is, I will say this is, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say that. But it, it's crazy because people say that and it's like, how are you going to call... Like the 40s and 50s not divided, too. You literally divided it by skin color. Mm-hmm. That was the super divided, too. Down to the water fountains. Like, when I think about segregation, I think about water. I'm like, that's so fucking petty. And see, my grandma, you remember my grandma said yesterday, uh, you know, and I, I would imagine a lot of black people do this, but, you know, uh, she said that the black fountains were always dirtier and they didn't get the clean ones. And so my grandma said she just didn't even drink. You know, she would just wait until she got home. She said she didn't care how thirsty she was. If they were separated from, you know, between colored and white, she just wouldn't even drink. So, I mean, I I love that, you know, just silent protest, you know, of this, you know, segregated water fountains. You know, it just kind of speaks volumes about how petty and stupid that was Mm. for you to segregate. 
because of the color of somebody. That's uh, but I, these I, are the same people that's supposed to be caring about us more than apparently Obama cared about. But see, us. in the in the the, cra- the the crazy thing is like I, I I ain't gonna say no names, but there was somebody at my job. I you know I wrote a Martin Luther King note or sent out an email on Martin Luther King Day to everyone in the firm. And so one of the guys that I, I, you know, I'm pretty cool with, I guess, kind of came to me and was like, well, you know, I didn't do it. You know, I didn't, you know, I'm not, uh, you know, I didn't do slavery or I'm not the one, you know, doing all these things. And I was like, I mean, you may not, but, you know, it is definitely people that you know that contribute to it. Chances are somebody you know in some way, maybe not even that you know of, contributes to it. Because the simple fact, the I mean, absolute fact that every single one of my grandparents were alive and kicking and adults during segregation, you can't say that, I, you know, you cannot tell me because white people have longer lifespans than black people, in fact. Especially black or white men who live like five or six years longer than black men. So you cannot tell me that both of my grandparents are still alive. But a lot of these other people, I'm 25. A lot of other people's grandparents is probably still alive and kicking too. They probably looking at me walking down the street calling me all kind of niggas and this and that. But they know they can't say that anymore. They know they can't say that out loud. They know they have to look at me and treat me like a person that they really don't want to treat me like a real human being. They want to treat me like the nigga they think I am, but yet they can't do that in today's day and age, not as openly at least. Well, and that's why you, that's, that's how you see all of this shit coming to, to be because they, you know, I feel like certain people feel like they can kind of be themselves again. And this, you know, in Donald Trump's era, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't, I hate to be that person that's going to blame, blame Donald Trump for every single one of our problems. But I feel like Donald has definitely opened the floodgates up for people to try to be themselves again. You know, and, and I don't care if you feel like you have an argument with me. I don't I really don't even want to hear it just because I like oh, I just I've been repeating myself. I don't care because I know that there are tons of old ass racist people that are still alive and kicking from those days of segregation that would love for it to go right back to how it was when they were younger. But probably not because back when it was segregated, you know, think about like Black Wall Street. Black people were doing fucking better in a country that wasn't even designed for them. And y'all burned the shit down. You know what I'm saying? So. Oh, yeah. Tulsa, the Tulsa. Yeah. Quote, unquote, uh, race riots. Mm, That wasn't a race riot. Mm -hmm. It was just salty ass white people burning shit down. And they did that shit at OSU, too. Like, I remember asking why weren't there any black Greek or like houses or whatever the fight houses and stuff and they said like it accidentally got burned down twice yeah twice accidentally got burned down twice this is a school i'm paying money to fucking go to oh the black people's frat house just got burned down twice on accident shut the fuck up man don't tell me racism just don't no, exist it, it and it wasn't like, a long time okay, ago okay so you've you seen and that was in what the 70s or something like that yeah you've seen recently one of the uh fraternities i forgot what school but it was another fraternity that got caught you know, using racial slurs and all that stuff. Somebody video, video them and like they were saying, "We'll never let a nigger into." That whatever. was at OU. No, no, no. It was, was one it that happened one? a few weeks ago. The Syracuse. I don't know. There's something happened at Syracuse. But I mean, it's just like it's all the same. It, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> just like if you if you're gonna sit there and tell me that racism doesn't exist, you're an idiot. I don't even want to talk to you. If you if you if that's the argument, if that's what you want to argue over, I really don't even care to argue with you. Hmm. and it's just because it's like uh, it's just like beating a dead horse if you don't think racism still exists pretty prevalently in today's day and age i I don't i really don't have anything to discuss with you Hmm. but on that note we can wrap up this topic y'all get it fuck kanye fuck donald trump fuck candace owen silk and diamond (laughs) the rest of all them Damn idiots or whatever. Um, hell, Chance the Rapper too. Nah, he backtracked though, so I guess he got to be back in our good graces, right? He his the timing was off. <laughs> I don't know if I I I kind of I don't want to say I disagree, but I didn't really find what Chance said to be all that bad. It was I, just I read it differently. 
I read it differently than a lot of people read it. And I just, I feel like I understood what point he was trying to make. Which is what? I think he was just trying to say Kanye can be whatever he want to be. I don't mean you got to do what he wants you to do. Just be you. Like, but yeah, which is true. I said, I agree with it. Like, if you want to be a Republican, if you want to be a Trump supporter, do you. But don't be sending all these fucking MAGA trolls over to my Twitter and shit trying to tell me lies. Because that's what it is. You know how, what I'm saying? How, how did Chance the Rapper do that? But, okay, so Donald Trump and Donald Trump Jr. were basically saying that that tweet was him supporting Kanye as and co-signing them and everything they stand for. See, you have to understand, Donald and Donald Jr. have done an absolute amazing job at taking what people say and using it to their advantage by doing just little shit like that. Like, just, oh, thank you. Or, oh, yeah, hey, did you see this so-and-so mentioned me today? And, you know, just little stuff like that. But that's what people were... That's what the backlash was for, was because... They were being able to. They were using it as a cosign. But see, people didn't really. It wasn't like I said. It wasn't about what he said. It was about the fact. The fact that they were able to use that to discredit the entire black fucking experience in America. But see, don't nobody care if you're a fucking Republican. But see, black people have to be intelligent enough to see that and understand that that was not Chance's fault. You have to be able to see that Donnie is using that. You don't stop calling him Donnie. (laughs) Is using that. To push his agenda. Like, I don't think that Chance should have had to apologize for that. Because in Chance's eyes, you know, he's 25 or 26 at this point. You know, Kanye's like 36. So when Chance was growing up as a young kid from Chicago, you know, just like Kanye, you know, that was an idol of his. You know, and he mentioned that. Like, Kanye was like a god to him. And so for him That's to see, his own fault. but 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 I mean, you love don't don't give me that bullshit because you love the whole graduation. Now you can quote I didn't it. love that. But album. That's, but think about that. Think about that. You just love that album. Chance the Rapper loves everything that Kanye did, and so that's like saying you his that's his Beyonce for you. So for you to you know if Beyonce finally came forward and said, you know I just Donald is just such a doll. I just love Donald so much. You would you would feel some type of way, sure, but you'd be like, Beyonce, what are you doing? You know, are you okay? You know, and that's what Chance was saying. Like, you know, he went and he talked to Kanye, and Kanye's in his right mind. You know, he seems like normal Kanye, but he's just supporting Donald now. So that's what he was trying to but say. But if Beyonce that, did, I would not turn around and be like, well, guys, you know, maybe she's honest, and maybe he got some good points. I'd be like, nah, he, that's where I draw. Like, I but can't. he didn't say Cause he even now Because I am not afraid to criticize Beyonce. Because even down to her, going back come to Jay-Z, on. come on, dude. Which, did I not say I would not have gone back to Jay-Z? I too. say I don't agree with her as far as her, how she does her relationships. Because I think that's about dumb as hell. Don't act brand new on this podcast. I'm going to get slapped in front of your friends. Anyway, we can wrap up this segment on that note. <laughs> and move on to Spec Speak. For the, or do we do Spec I, I don't remember the order of these segments. Anyway, we could do Spec Speak. Uh, so this week for Spec Speak, we just got some shout outs. So I want to give a shout out to the Modern Mommies podcast for uh, leaving SoundCloud comments. That was pretty dope. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, shout out to Chad for posting his Nintendo game system. On our Facebook page, she posted a picture of it. A Nintendo Entertainment. It was system. yeah, it was just a regular NES, not the SNES that we were talking about last week. Um, so I guess that's what he played. That was his console or whatever. So that was cool. Um, yeah. So shout out to y'all. Thanks for uh, really shout out to Chat though for interacting on the Facebook because y'all. Act like we ain't got a Facebook, <clears throat> but I ain't going to harp on that for too long. So it was nice to see the Facebook page getting some love. And, you know, I always tell y'all to leave comments on our SoundCloud. And it was nice to have a SoundCloud comment, too. So thanks, Modern Mommies Podcast, for that. Um, if you want to email us with any of your 
questions, comments, concerns, you got some feedback about anything that we talked about in our main topic, we'd love to hear from you. So please email us at aspecinspace at gmail.com. Talk your shit. We want to hear it. We'll respond to it on the next episode. Um, even if you want to comment on something from, you know, past episodes, if, you know, you had questions for some of our guests or whatever, we still are in connections with those people so we can reach out. Whatever you want to talk about, whatever you want to say, email us and, yeah, get it popping. So now we can move in to Tev's Tech Talk. You got something for us this week? Uh, nope, not this week. All right, nothing from Tev's Tech Talk. Uh, so that means we can move on to the green tip of the week. And this week for the green tip is not really a tip. I kind of got a story that can lead into a tip, actually. So yesterday, Tevin and I went to Old Navy because I needed some new jeans, right? And... I didn't really, I needed jeans like desperately, so I didn't have time to like go thrifting for them or try to find like a, you know, completely sustainable company to have them shit. Like I, I'm thick, so all my jeans like rub in, in the thighs and get tears and rips and stuff, and so I needed a new pair of jeans for work. So anyway, we get to Old Navy. And I'm not even going to tell y'all the whole, should I tell them the whole story, even if I were with the lady, like how she addressed you when you walked in and stuff? You think that's an interesting part of the story? Might as well. You could tell that part because it happened to you. Oh. What happened at All Navy? Uh, well, Shayna went, uh, Shayna went to, well, actually, no, we were at the mall. And Shayna needed to go to Old Navy, which is across the street, but I wanted a Sonic drink. So Shayna went to Old Navy. I went to Sonic. We drove separate cars, by the way, just in case you didn't know. Um, drove separate cars. Shayna drove to Old Navy. Navy. I went to Sonic. Got my drink. I went to Old Navy. I walked in like five minutes after Shayna. And as I walk in, there's a big line of people uh, behind the checkout counter. And then there's a whole like zigzagging line of customers. And when I walk in, this... You know, like middle-aged, a little younger than middle-aged black lady. And looks at me, looks me up and down and says, hey, daddy. <laughs> and so, yeah, I was caught extremely off guard by that. And I just kind of chuckled and said, hey. And some of the people started, like, laughing and, you know, it was awkward. And so I went back and found Shayna. And eventually we walked up front and the lady seen both of us. And she said, hey, handsome, and then looked at Shayna and seen that we were together and immediately, like, said, oh, I love your hair. <laughs> to cover, I'm assuming to, you know, say, oh, I'm not trying to hit on your man or something to that mm-hmm. effect. So, yeah. So, all right. So, right after that, right, I get up to the counter to check out. And, you know, I don't really care that she was flirting with Tevin because I'm not the type of person to get jealous on that kind of thing because, you know, I appreciate when other people can see some of the qualities that I appreciate my man. You know what I'm saying? So I would never get jealous if you're laughing at his jokes or complimenting the way he looks or anything like that because, of course, you see what I see. Anyway, um, I get up there to check out, and if you shop at Old Navy, you know they got, like, huge plastic bags. And I was like, all I had was two pairs of pants. So I don't really need a bag for that. And so I get up there and I'm checking out and she goes to put my stuff in the plastic bag. And I'm like, oh, you know, actually, I don't need that, you know? And she goes, oh, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's cool. She's talking to all her coworkers, doing all this other stuff. I'm trying to put my card in the card reader. And then she absentmindedly goes and picks up another plastic bag. And, you know, normally I would have just let her do it because I really don't like saying stuff like that twice. Like, me and Tevin had this whole deal at Popeye's Chicken one time where I asked for no ice and then the girl put ice in the drink and it was a big, it was a lot for me to even ask her again not to put ice in it. So I struggle with that. I have so much anxiety. I just, ugh. So anyway... It was like a big step for me to be like, actually, you know, no, ma'am, seriously, I don't need a bag. No, thank you. And this half are going to look at me and say, 
are you sure? Why not? You know, asking all these questions. And I was like, oh, you know, I'm trying to be more eco-friendly, save the sea turtles or whatever. And then one of her coworkers is going to start laughing. And then she's laughing and looking at me crazy. And they're just like, that's sea turtles. Why? And I'm just like, okay, there's still a long line of people. You trying to make a scene. It didn't have to be all that. You know what I'm saying? Just don't put my shit in the plastic bag. Like, I just don't understand why that was so hard of a concept to, like, grasp. So I'm just like, you know what? Let me just stay calm because I'm just, like, two minutes from being out of this fucking store. As soon as she give me my fucking receipt, I can be out. So there ain't no need in even making a scene. Like, this is this whole ordeal is almost over. That's what I was thinking. So then, she's but she's making this last longer this interaction is lasting longer than it needs to because she's fucking talking all her co-workers and they are just kikiing and ha ha and i'm like will you hurry the hell up so then she gets she finally like hits the buttons on her side of the you know keyboard or whatever and the receipt comes out she looks at me and then snatches the uh receipt out of the uh thing and was like do you want your receipt and i was like oh yeah you know i'll take my receipt just in case you know the jeans I need to return them for whatever reason. Then she goes, oh, so you can take paper? Oh, when I tell y'all, it took like everything in me not to act a fucking fool in that old Navy. It really did. And this is coming from somebody, I know on this podcast, people who don't know me personally think that I probably am very combative or whatever because I say fuck a lot and I get loud and I get worked up. But in all actuality, I really, really, really hate confrontation. Like I'll talk shit all day about how I'll pop off and I might fight you or whatever, but I've never even been in a fucking fist fight. Like I'm just, that's not me. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll talk shit all day, but I'm not, I just don't like that shit. You know, and so it really angered me that she did that to me. Because now I feel like I have to defend myself for something that this did not have to be a thing. You know what I'm saying? And so I was just like really flustered and frustrated because I didn't know what to do. I'm like, first of all, I can't let her, you know, make me look like a punk up in this old Navy. But at the same time, is this even a battle worth fighting like what is happening here i was really confused so then i was like yeah i can take paper because it breaks down and what you know if it was to make it out into the ocean unlike this plastic bag it would break the fuck down you know <laughs> and i'm just like why did y'all feel like it was funny to me like i don't under even on like a professional like customer worker type level like is that what you do now? Y'all just going to bully your fucking customers? And I just want to say to, you know, anybody working retail or whatever, pretty much every store you go into nowadays has, like, tote bags for sale or, like, reusable bags. It's for a fucking reason because not everybody wants to use plastic bags, bitch. Like, they're not there for decorations. You know what I'm saying? Like, eventually somebody's going to want to use a reusable bag. Or in my case, not use a bag at all because it was unnecessary. Because it's not that much of a burden for me to carry two pairs of jeans to my car. You know what I'm saying? So I just, I don't know, man. It just was the weirdest, like, situation. You go from hitting on my man or on my dude or whatever to disrespecting me. It's like, I mean, do you want to fight? Like, do you want me to come over this counter? Like, what are you trying to get from me? Like, what are you doing? You know? (laughs) I just didn't understand that whole situation. So anyway, the how that story leads into the green tip. The green tip for this week is if you are an eco-warrior, or even if you wouldn't call yourself an eco-warrior, if you're just somebody who cares about things bigger than yourself and it goes against the grain or it's not necessarily the norm, you know, stay stay strong. Because people are going to give you shit for it. Anytime you do anything different, especially black people, because black people hate when you do anything different. But, you know, what what T'Challa say? You mean Killmonger? No, T'Challa. In Infinity War, and this is not a spoiler because it was in the trailer. What were they saying when they were going out to about Yibabe? Yibabe. <laughs> I looked it up. That means it's. I don't know how to say pronounce the language. It's Zosha, whatever. That's what they speak in South Africa. But Yibabe means to like hold fast or hold off, whatever. So that's that's the green tip for my you know eco warriors out there. Yibabe, what kind of forever. But, (laughs) so yeah, that was the green tip, and yeah, we can move on to the song of the week now, Mm. now that we've all come together as a 
militant army of eco warriors. <laughs> what is your song of the week? Tell me yours first. It was hard to choose this week because I don't know. I was in a bunch of different moods. I made a new Spotify playlist called the uh, Country Bops, and <laughs> I was in a country mood. Um, so my song of the week is probably gonna be something the country. But who will it be? What song will it be? You don't have it, basically. No, I did not have it already planned. I do have a little confession to make, though, before I actually announce my song of the week, because I think i got to figure it out now. So you know how I was saying, you know, or you know already, I'm not the biggest fan of Taylor Swift. Like, I just can't stand her. I did add some old Taylor to my country bops uh, playlist though because I feel like I just had to you know as much as she get on my nerves nowadays she did get me through the highs and lows of eighth grade so (laughs) I had to put you know teardrops on my guitar (laughs) on that playlist and um this, you know, you ever heard our song? Of course, you never heard our song. Anyway, there was a song called Our Song that I swear was just like, that was just my shit in eighth grade. But mm. So I do have some Taylor Swift. Oh. I do have old Tay Tay on the playlist, but old Taylor, because that's back when she thought she was a country singer or whatever. So, but anyway, my actual song of this week is in fact a country song and it's called Stay by Sugarland and it's my shit. You ever heard it? Mm-hmm. Why don't you sing? Y'all want me to sing? I'm down on my knees. I'm so tired of being lonely. You know, I don't think I sounded that bad. <laughs> <laughs> you can go ahead though. Okay. No judging. Okay. I meant from people. Oh, so you don't care about my judgment? No. Mm-hmm. How am I supposed to live without you? By the great MB Michael Bolton. Who? Michael Bolton. Wow. <laughs> He's on the Hercules. He's he's gonna feed Disney sound. That's the title of the song. What? How how am I supposed to live without you? I feel like that's so long. It's pretty long. Is that from that one album on that commercial? Tell me how am I supposed to live without (laughs) Celine Dion? Did you find that actual album on like Spotify or something? Or the yeah, no, with all the different. Well, cause, uh, okay, so you know Hercules is one of my favorite movies, mm-hmm. movies of all time, definitely top three Disney movies. But you know the song the Hercules sings right before he goes to Mount Olympus or wherever, where he goes see goes to see. Actually, no, this is right after he sees the Zeus statue. And he sings the I can go the distance. <laughs> that song. Is that how he sang it? That's how he sang it. But that yeah, that I don't know I don't know if Michael Bolton originally wrote that song or if it was originally on the soundtrack, but I love that song. And that's when I first learned who Michael Bolton was. Actually I don't remember what was first. That or that stupid commercial. Those are only two songs I know. But mm. um yeah. And I only know that the uh how uh how am I supposed to live without you song because of the C D that it uh, the little C D commercial that played at three o'clock in the morning <laughs> in everybody's house that everybody would recognize. I think I wanna change my song. Okay. So okay, so I said stay by Sugarland, even though it's one of my favorite country songs. Scratch that. So my official song of the week. Is Boondocks by Little Big Town. You know that song? Mm-hmm. Have I played it for you? Mm, no. One thing I know, no matter where I go, I keep my heart. I, I just know the song. <laughs> That's my jam. I was <laughs> singing it today at work. 
Hey, you know, if y'all ain't listening to country, lucky you sleep, okay? There's some good shit out there. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I think that's the show, though, guys. You know, uh, don't forget to follow us on social media. Uh, Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter. At a speck in space without the eye. We follow back. Uh, sometimes. Like our Facebook page, you know. We do have a Facebook page. And also, once again, email us with any of your questions, concerns, comments at a speck in space at gmail.com. And that's fully spelled out. Um, yeah. Um, and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to all of our shit, like our uh, Google Play and Apple shits and SoundCloud and all of that good stuff. And in case you didn't know, when I say shits, like when I say Apple shits, that's because I don't remember the full name. So shits just replaces the word that's supposed to go there and you can fill in the blank yourself. So shits is just like a, 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 a another pronoun from your, is that the word? Pronoun? I don't know. <laughs> like it, no you, it, her, him, she. Yeah, those yeah. are pronouns, sure. That's, that's not the right term. You know what I mean. It's just a replacement. So, yeah. But yeah, follow Why us and subscribe. Like we our listeners are dumb. I think everybody could get someone might that's be, why you're saying that. Someone might, might be dumb about dumb as shit, you know what I mean? Y'all I'm didn't so hear me sorry, say that. Guys. If, if you about dumb as shit, I'm sorry. Just I still love you. <laughs> I still love you if you're dumb as shit. You anyway. Know once again, thanks for listening. We love y'all. Tell your friends about us. Keep tuning in every week. You know. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. You know what you said? Not when? No. What'd you say? I don't know what I said. Oh. What did I... I didn't say that. No. Okay. Right? I don't know. That don't sound like It's, so. it's like 1230. I'm sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. See y'all next week. Or, yeah. Catch bye. you on the flippy flip. <laughs>